Thanks for tuning in to Good Friends, Better Rivals on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, English Premier League, Pro Tennis Tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. good what's happening everyone welcome to another edition of good friends better rivals i'm your host ferris mathana and with me is my main man always caleb ochoa caleb how are you my man not good i mean why would you ask that that's a horrible question to ask it's kind of just like commonplace it's no no. kind of it was kind of rhetorical to be honest because i know how badly you felt because this week, it was a disaster week for both teams. The Cowboys caught the Buffalo Blues, and the G-Men were very queasy in the Big Easy. Um, both teams lost. They lost by big. Cowboys lost 31-10. The Giants lost 24-6, both on the road, uh, both to teams fighting for playoff positioning, of course. Actually, the Saints are fighting for the division because them, the Bucks, and the Falcons are all six and seven at that moment. Now I believe they're all seven and seven. Yeah. I think. No, no. The Falcons lost. So they're six and eight. So the Saints oh, are seven. The Saints are seven and eight now. Seven and eight. Yeah, seven and eight because they lost yesterday to the Rams and Matthew Stafford. So it's very tight in the South. Like it's always every year, it's always tight. No one ever really. Last year, Carolina almost won the division if they just beat Tampa Bay that one week. Um, so it's so every, it's always close there. So they're they're fighting to stay in the hunt. Um, Buffalo Bills just they're they're fighting to stay in the running. You know, they have a chance to win the division against Miami. So there's that, and Miami's trying to keep away from them because they have a chance to win overall the conference, get the number one seed. Shout out to Ryan Christensen, Dub Bills. Hey, man, because ain't nobody circled the wagon like the Buffalo Bills, man. Uh, but before we get that, Caleb, I want to talk some NFL news. Right. Um, mostly it's a lot of injuries. Nothing big happened this week. Um, we have a big game coming up on Monday Night Football, Ravens and Niners on Christmas Day. I like Christmas oh, Day. Yeah, it's Christmas Day, right? What's the Sunday night game? Uh, the game. Uh, let me check. Um, I know that one's also big too, but Christmas Day is a Christmas oh, yeah, Day. There's three sucks. games. There's You're three right. games on Christmas Day. Wait, wait. Um, so wait, wait, wait. um, I think Patriots Broncos. Patriots Broncos. Patriots Broncos on yeah. Sunday night, and then on Christmas yeah, Day at 10 a.m., you have Raiders Chiefs. At 1:30 is Giants Eagles, and then Monday night. Ravens Niners. I want to talk about Caleb kind of like um they've kind of the like due to the fact that the schedule went the way it is. 
the NFL is kind of coming onto the turf of Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. They're really going after the 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 um, the NBA's day because the back in the day before the back to back years before Christmas, because Christmas usually never felt on a uh, a NFL day. Last year was a was a Saturday. This year it's a Monday. It's Monday Night Football. Um, and the NBA is kind of scared of it, really, because last year, those NFL games, I think that was the game the Rams blew out the, the Broncos. It still had a great rating, and I think it beat yep. a couple of its Christmas Day games. So the paradigm is shifting because Christmas Day could be something the NFL Finagles its way onto, but if it falls on like a Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday, yeah, that's what that's what the NBA wants. The NBA wants Christmas Day to fall on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. They don't. If it falls on a Saturday or a Sunday or a Monday or a Thursday, they're screwed. Even Friday, 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 yes, because towards later the season, Fridays become NFL games as well. So yeah, do you like the Christmas Day football? Yeah, I just wish they were better. Uh, well, I mean, there is the one good game, but the other two games, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to know who's going to be good by the time Christmas rolls around. So you're only, you know, you're kind of. Did you expect the the, the Rams to blow out the Broncos last year, fifty-one ten? Yeah, no one expected no, that. No. Yeah, but that that's what I'm saying. Like they they can only predict so much of what what they think is going to happen. So I get it. Mm-hmm. But still, I, I, maybe they should just open up to those games as being one of the flex games. So you know, you don't have to. You know, you know, get through you know Raiders Chiefs um, after you open presents. You know, that's a very that's when you open presents. They give you well, a sh- like you open well, presents when when you open presents. I don't know when uh, East Coast it's like at one o'clock, so I don't know when the hell you open presents. Wait, why would you open presents at one o'clock? Don't you open no, presents? Saying, that's, that, that's why I said it's after you open presents on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah the East Coast would probably. open them at like at like like nine a.m., ten a.m. Yeah, so it's so right before. after that. So and then you have to get through the, the, through the this crappy game. Yeah, and then on the West Coast, you can open them at 10 a.m. and not watch the game. Yeah. So we're we're actually we're right. Shout out to the West Coast, West Coast, best coast. You know what it is. <laughs> All right. So Caleb, take us through what happened, man. James oh. Cook ran yeah. all over you. We've been saying all it for over. we've been saying it for the past two years. The Achilles heel of this defense stopping the run. Oh. And the Bills were like, "We're gonna run it down your throats." Yeah, and uh, that's that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, I think they they seen it before uh, with with uh, uh, on tape. You can just see it on tape how to how to beat us, and that just ran run right at us. And that's exa- and the teams that um, actually commit to the run and say that's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna keep on running on, on the Cowboys. Um, mm-hmm. That's where they're gonna hit hit us hardest. You know. Gonna attack us uh, on, on our weakest um, position, which is the deep tackles right now, and the linebacker position because those two are injured because our best deep tackle run stopping deep tackle and Jonathan Hankins was out, and our best uh, linebacker is out in Lane Vanderash. Um, so extremely, uh, just extremely weak in that middle right there. So might as well just run it down your throat if you uh, if that um, position is weak. That you know, it doesn't help when your first round pick is you know uh, a, a you know, complete disappointment up to this point in his career. Um, Why hasn't Mousy Smith panned out? Because Will McClay usually hits on those first round picks. Yeah, 
Except you know, Taco sometimes Charlton. you get it wrong. Sometimes you draft a Taco Charlton, and and it seems they all come from Michigan. All these bust picks. I mean, stop drafting players from Michigan because they all suck. I mean, they just suck. Okay. Well, well according to society, Aiden Hutchinson is the second coming of Jesus. Well, okay. Well, that, he's pretty good, but the ones we pick suck because Taco sucked, Mozzie's sucking, and Luke Schoolmaker hasn't done shit either. Hey, pause. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, they all just, they're just, the ones we pick are terrible. Um, the, and, you know, and, you know, that's where, like I said, that's where, like you said, uh, that's where we're most vulnerable and those, those players. And what doesn't help is that we're missing tackles. Like, all of a sudden, we're just crappy at making tackles all of a sudden. Um, that, I mean, that's just lack of effort, you know, just mm-hmm. run stopping in general, making tackles. That's just lack of effort. You just didn't show any, any during this game. Um you know, and I think that's the biggest part that why they were able to run it so well. Um to Ryan Christensen. Caleb well, giving I mean, up on the Cowboys so much he's wearing a Vegas Golden Knights jacket. <laughs> well, this jacket's just warm and it's raining outside, so. <laughs> that was a funny comment, though. That comment was funny because you're always wearing you're always wearing Cowboys gear. So tell you're like, no. Oh. No, no, this one's just really warm. Like, look the inside. It's just very, very warm. Yeah, keep keep using that as an excuse. You could have you have other warm cowboy jackets. Not not as warm as this one. This one's so comfortable. You know what? NHL teams make very good warm jackets. You ever been to you ever been to a you you've been to a Vegas Golden Knights game, right? Yes. They that arena is the hockey arenas are cold, man. Well, I think that's probably why they make good winter gear because it's yeah a winter, you know, yeah man. It's not so. even just winter gear. Like they're they're playing in spring too. So well, like, I was just saying, it's like cold, as in like it's a winter type of sport. Like if you played outside or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But like, so I went, nice I went cracking. to watch the the Kraken in San Jose once. Mm-hmm. I walked in and I had, I had, I was like, I'm gonna have two jackets, right? It wasn't really cold outside, right? It wasn't co- that cold outside. But then when I got into Sap 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 Arena for for the Sharks Kraken game, boy, thank the Lord, I got two jackets on. Thank the Lord. Shout out to the Kraken. All right, continue, Caleb. Your your team sucks. Uh, no, well, our defense uh, popped up on Sunday, definitely. Um, but screw They're you. pretty bad, dude. Um, James Cook had 221 total yards, yeah. two touchdowns, yeah. a receiving and a rushing. He's really taken over the bell cow um, position of running back. You know, they ran the ball very effectively. I they believe ran it 49 times. Mm-hmm. They ran it 49 goddamn times. That's just embarrassing, man. To just say that we're just gonna run it almost fifty times on you, and you ain't gonna do anything to stop you. That's yeah. just—I mean, come on, man. That's just completely two hundred and sixty-six yards rushing. Yeah, and uh, and Chad Reg, why are you doing, Big Reg? And then, then doing that just really affects the entire game because uh, they they rule a time of possession when they run it so well like that. We don't uh, get yep. many opportunities on the other side to get the ball back. Thirty-five and minutes. Will, well, even when, we get, even when we did get the, the the ball, we didn't do much with 25. it, you know, uh, because, you know, on the other side, I mean, that, that I, I just got to give the Bills credit. I mean, they just came up with a game plan on all, all sides, you know, uh, whether it was offense or defense, because their their defense played extremely well as well. They took away the the, the passing game uh, by putting a bunch of guys in the back um, and just kind of shutting down every, uh, you know, big play opportunity that we had. They weren't letting their guys get open at all. Uh, Dak just had to kind of sit back there and go through his progressions, and he wasn't finding nobody. 
Um, and then it was either, you know, an incompletion or he was, you know, getting pressured and sacked or something like that. Um, you know, he just didn't have anywhere to throw the ball. And what they did allow us to do was run it a little bit, but we just we couldn't we couldn't run the ball because they were on the other side. They were just running it too well. Where if we ran the ball ourselves, it would just run out the time, and we were behind the whole game. So force we can't you, really force you to be one dimensional. Yes, uh, which you know they 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 made uh, you know totally we we they let Tony Pollard run a little bit, but uh, Dak couldn't complete his balls and. You know, the offense was just completely ineffective after that. Um, you know, the first for the first time, the Bills weren't not uh, Josh Allen dependent. You know, I think we've no, seen. No, they weren't. Josh Allen did not have, statistically speaking, Josh Allen did not have a great game. He had 80, 90 yards passing, I believe. He had no, he had, yeah. he had one, he had one um, touchdown pass, but that was to James Cook. This was the James Cook show. Yeah. He he was he was he was the man, and basically, with running the ball, Caleb, I think me and you can agree on something. It's literally about: Do you want to run the ball? Do you want to line up and hit the man in front of you and push him five yards? The Bills wanted to do that. The Cowboys were like, "We don't want any part of this," and that's what it is. You guys got bullied, manhandled, and. Stripped of your charisma and confidence, defensively wise. I mean, it's not the first time. It's not the yeah. first time that this has happened. It's happened, you know, you know, multiple times against the Niners. Yes. Um, yes. It happened against the Cardinals. Um, they were able to run the ball really well. Um, just any team is willing to commit to the run, just runs all over us. So you can't stop them. And, I'll talk to you about committing to the run in a minute. And that's just just part of uh, the. I mean, I, I could see like our defense giving up some run. Because um, mm-hmm. that's just the nature of the defense of being overly aggressive on the pass rush, but just being this bad is just where like where's where's the effort then? Like because you can you can play better and, and uh, put put more effort into it and at least stop it somewhat. You're still mm-hmm. probably going to be not great at it, but you can still do better than what you showed out there on Sunday. Um, you just need we just need help at linebacker. I think that's the biggest part with LBA out and having a light light guy in Marquis Bell. Um and, and from it's not it doesn't provide much physicality. He's a safety. He's he's showing his safetyness. He's not a linebacker. Yeah. Um obviously we we definitely need another big guy besides you know Mosley Smith. Just um we just need somebody else that's better at run stopping. Um and the rest of them are like are all pass rushers. So it's hard to and that's just what the defense is. I mean, you can't really. I mean, we 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 try to make. It's not like we haven't done anything to to to, to improve it. We traded for Jonathan Hankins. We mm-hmm. drafted Monty Smith the first time. We're trying. It's just not working. You know. That's, and then the rest of it is just, that's just the defense of the scheme is to have a great pass rush and get up to quarterback. If uh, only you had someone like Dexter Lawrence. If only. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Um, but at this point, there's not much you can really do. I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, that's the, that's the defense. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I was when I was re- watching the NFL recap of the game, um, it was a lot of plays. You know, when you're running the ball and then there's like a pile, and it's a bunch of dudes pushing each other in a pile. The Bills won most of those. They shoved their running back extra more yards. They they got the one, the two, the three, the, a couple of yards because of that. Um, 
there was the dumb def um I believe the penalty wise it was five to one so it wasn't really egregious in the penalty like oh we got robbed penalty wise you know what I mean so like we can't no, really I don't, I don't think we did I mean I guess some calls but that this I mean not any thing that wasn't out of the ordinary of crap yeah. we always get but that's the thing uh glad you brought that up because that's why we can't win on the road um the penal penalties the dumb penalties that we commit all the time um we we can overcome them at home um because we get the crowd behind us we have the comfortability factor mm -hmm. and on the road we don't have any of that and we just we can't do anything when we start committing penalties. That's how they got their uh, at least the first drives to keep going. That's because we committed them penalties, kept their drive going, and that that's why we we just can't overcome it on the road. And that's why we can't beat any good teams on the road because we caused too many goddamn penalties. Um, yeah, so that that's just you know being more disciplined, and that's been a problem for the last couple of years. Uh, mm -hmm. Just not having the discipline to put a really good performance out there on the road and not committing penalties. Um, and that that's why, that's why we've been struggling. Um, but in that, um, you know, it doesn't help when your offensive line is messing up, uh, was getting hurt with Zach Martin and Tyron Smith goes out. Um, and so we struggle, str you know, Dak has to get rid of it quick. So if you want to, you want, uh, I see everybody want to go after Dak and say, Oh, he, he, Oh, he had such a bad game. I don't know. I mean, it was raining. Um, you know, I'm not saying play well, but you know, it was raining. Our is two best linemen are, are, are gone. Um, I mean, we can't do much on the defensive side. He's kind of just making something work. So I, I don't know. I don't really say it's like, oh, you played. Oh, you want to put it all, put it all on him? Because yeah. I really just feel like the defense just played like complete ass. So if you want to put it on deck, that's fine. I mean, I, I'm not going to. Well, yeah, you're also you're bringing up the, the the last week when Cam Newton brought him in the conversation of game manager, where in this game all hell broke loose for the Cowboys, and he couldn't, let's say, put the team on his back and elevate them past their shitty defense and the and the environment, right? Um, I, but like I, I said, uh, someone else said I got to step up. I mean, why don't nobody get open? I mean, yeah, yeah, one, got open one time on the big uh, play scheme um, that got Brandon Cooks to uh, get open. He didn't miss it. I'm not saying it. Like I said, I didn't say he had a great game. But uh, someone else got to get step up, like get more open, uh, do something, um, mm -hmm. you know, for him. Uh, and you block for him better because he's getting pressured. That's what I'm saying. Other people have to step up. Um, you say we had all this talent, yet it's not showing up, and when he needs them to show up, so. Uh, and and honestly, man, you, you, like here's the thing with Cam, with the Cam Newton thing, his receivers were Jericho Cotri, Devin Funches, right? You don't expect them to be good, really. They're 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 receiver three and fours. Yeah. With the Cowboys, Ceedee Lamb, where are you? Where are you? Brandon Cooks, where are you? Brandon Cooks was a receiver one on every other team he was on except the Cowboys. He was receiver one yeah. in Houston. He was receiver one in L.A. He was and receiver you know, one in... Maybe, maybe it wasn't just them. Maybe it wasn't just their their effort of performance. Maybe it's the scheme. Maybe we came in a bad game plan. Maybe we couldn't counter... You know, Mike McCarthy has to take blame on that. Maybe you couldn't mm -hmm. counter anything um, to go against their defense. You know, maybe Sean McDermott just put up a, a good game plan and how to stop them from what, what, what routes they were running. Um, 
and, and that that that's the thing, you know. Uh, you know, maybe Mike McCarthy couldn't adjust and didn't have time to adjust because we didn't have the ball as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just kind of resounds. That's why I said it's like I can't really say it if you want to just put all blame all that, which is just horrible. And uh, this is uh, why the last game. I mean, that's just not what it was. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, my thing is, I don't think Dak, you know, like going back to what Cam said, I don't think he's a game manager, but I don't think he's a difference maker either because when all hell broke loose, everyone failed. I think everybody failed. Everybody failed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, everyone uh, failed. And that's that's a lot of the time uh, when we when we lose this kind of game. So, I mean, you can see it in the 49ers game, the, the last 49ers game. Everybody played like ass, and yet – Dak, it's all the blame. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't get um, so sometimes it's a criticism. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see in certain you know playoff games against uh, he didn't play well. Deeps did play well. Didn't do enough. I get the last last year's um, other last times, year's Niners game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other times when the whole team just shuts down and doesn't put any upper out there and completely as a team loss. Um, but yeah, he still gets the same criticism as you know the other games. So. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's the only problem I have with it. Yeah. It's like, you know, like shot to Cam Noon, you know, in the Super Bowl, the entire Carolina team failed. Everyone failed, except their defense. Their defense showed up with Thomas Davis playing with one arm and Luke Keekley. But that entire offense failed because that offense wasn't really good. It was, it was fool's gold. And then when they were against a phenomenal defense in Denver with Von Miller, Malik Jackson, Demarcus Ware, TJ Ward... Akeem Talib, you name it. What happened with their offense? What happened to the receivers? Everyone blames Cam Newton for not diving on the fumble. Everyone said Cam Newton didn't play very well. He didn't play well. Nobody on that offense played well because everyone on that offense wasn't good outside of him. Just like this game, everybody failed. Against the Niners a couple weeks ago, everyone failed. Literally, y'all got punched in the mouth. Y'all got punched in the mouth, and y'all kept getting punched in the mouth. Y'all kept getting punched in the mouth, and y'all didn't respond against the Niners. You didn't respond against the um, the Bills. And I'm sorry, I'm Caleb. I think it is the defense was feasting on bad offenses early on in the season. When these new, when these offenses now are fully clicking, the Niners, the Bills, the defense's flaws get accentuated. They can't stop the run. Oh. Trayvon Diggs isn't there. Their corners are lacking. Sorry to Deron Bland. I love, I'm a big child Fresno State big fan. Um, DK Metcalf showed you. Let me run deep. He I can outmuscle him. He can't cover me deep. He he his they showed that a lot of his picks, a lot of his picks, he jumped routes because of pressure. So the pressure got there. Quarterback throws it, jumps it, touchdown. But when you're not getting pressure and the quarterback has time and he can throw it deep, DK Metcalf eats on Deron Bland. So when good teams and offenses now are they're getting in a rhythm late in the season, people are people are a little banged up, people are a little hurting. But now the offenses are clicking. Niners, um, Niners, Seahawks, and the Bills showed you that Dallas's defense is good, but it's not generational. It has Flaws and gaps. Can't stop the run for nothing. And Jerome Bland can't cover me deep. You know? Yeah. Um, That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So just a completely embarrassing loss. Um, I do rogue pod. Yeah. With some. 
Uh, but you know, it, uh, that it's just happened. Like I said, it's happening with the Niners. It continues to happen. And some, if we want to do anything, we got to get it fixed. But uh, other than that, we were still able uh, to clinch a playoff spot before the game. Um, yes, because I believe I don't know what the scenario was. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even going to front. One of the other bad teams lost. Yeah, um, <laughs> which gave us the which clinched our our, our playoff mm-hmm. position. Um, but the Eagles lost as well on Monday night against the Seahawks. Which keeps don't us even give me started, bro. Don't even give me start on that, bro. Don't that even give me start on that, bro. That, that keeps us at number one in the division for now. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, we got three games left to go, uh, two tough ones and one uh, tough road divisional game. Mm-hmm. Um, so we st- still in the position to just, you know, we got, we got to win out. Um, and, you know, we got to hope, you know, we got we to gotta be Giants fans and, you know, hope that they can get one of these. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, if we do that, then we can still take this division. We still, it's still right there for us. Um, despite Everything's still right loss. there. Yeah. Everything's still right, it's there. still right there. Yeah. But you um, need the Giants to help you out big time. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if we could just, uh, we, I mean, you know, we 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 still need to win all these games, and we'll get the number one. Uh, we'll get the we get the division. So um, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for a complete Eagles collapse because um, they're looking really really bad right now. Can we talk about how how much of a bum their head coach and their offensive staff is, and leading to their bum quarterback? Yeah, well, we can talk about that. Uh, I'll talk about that. Like, you got to be kidding me, bro. Like, like it started with me as a joke, like fantasy wise, because they weren't passing to AJ Brown. But you, but then you start like, but then when you put on your critical eyes, the offense is stale. There's no creativity. They're missing their offensive coordinator, Shane Stryken, who's now the head coach in Indi- Indianapolis. And guess what Indiana's doing, Caleb? So Indiana, Caleb. Yeah, the I mean, best they're player. playing with a backup quarterback, and he's he, he, they're, they're really productive. Like, the Colts are really productive mm-hmm. offense. I mean, they've scored, yes. like, 27 points plus yes. in, like, Caleb, the last six games. Let me tell you something. They have the second-best record behind the Niners, who are 6-0 and since week nine. You know what the you know what Indianapolis's um, record is? They're 5-1. and one. Yeah. They can win their division. They can make the playoffs. That Houston uh, – uh, are they done playing Houston? I think they have one more game against Houston. I need to double check because Indianapolis. Indianapolis. So they, they, damn it, damn it. They play the Texans last game of the year. Last Uh game of the year. They play the Texans. The Texans, Jags, and them are all eight and six. They're all eight and six. Yeah. I don't think they play the Jags anymore. I think they're done playing the Jags. So they're yeah, done the playing the Jags. <laughs> yeah, but the Jags did beat them the last time they played. That's true, that's true. I, I, so the Jags swept the Colts. They beat them 37-20 and 31-21. So they swept the Colts. So they need the Jags to lose a couple more games. But they they faced Houston last game, and I think that's the problem with the 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 Eagles is the the two the interception to AJ Brown at the end of the game was basically Jalen Hurts saying, flip it. He's down there somewhere. I'm going to throw it deep. And A.J. Brown, like, gets he, he he gets hit. He gets hit by the corner. You know, some people make say pass interference, but he gets hit by the corner. They didn't call it. And then Julian Love, of course, is back there because you're doubling A.J. Brown deep. 
duh. And then the the first interception, Caleb, this one was the worst one. It was already predetermined who the ball was getting to. You know how I know that, Caleb? How do you know that? A.J. Brown jogs off screen. He doesn't run a route. He jogs off screen. So you're telling me, A.J. Brown, your best receiver, because he has he's physical and fast. Like shout out to Devontae Smith. He's very fast, he's very skilled on the route running. Same thing with AJ Brown. But he had but AJ Brown has something Devontae Smith doesn't. He can he can fight physical corners. He jog he, he's not in the play. He just jogs off screen. And guess who they throw it to, Caleb, at the end of the game? It was a dude wearing number 80. You know who that dude was? I didn't what? even recognize him. You know who he was? Who? It was Julio Jones. Oh, damn. I didn't recognize him. I didn't recognize him because he was wearing number 80. And I'm like, you're an offensive court. You're Nick Sirianni was an offensive coordinator in Indianapolis. Offense is your game, right? Why is the offense so stale? Why is it so predictable? Why is AJ Brown jogging off screen? This is how you yeah, lose I mean, the division. It, it might might be due to how healthy or not healthy uh, Jalen Hurts is, and that's why he has to kind of coach. Yeah, apparently around. he was sick. He was sick yeah. during the game. My thing is this, man. If he wasn't healthy, why is he playing? Saying, um, why is he playing? But then it's always the it's always the excuse. Oh, everyone's not healthy at the end of the season. Yeah, but if you're not healthy, you shouldn't be playing. You know, build the like. I'm I'm sorry, like 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 what? Yeah, like, I'm I mean, sorry, bro. Like, I mean, nah. their offense was, was really working last year because they were able to run the ball really well. They ran it really well with Hurts, and they're just not. They can't do that this year. Um, like I said, whether it's so. You know, sorry, it wasn't it wasn't Julio Jones. I want to double check. It was Quez Watkins. It was Quez Watkins. The first interception was to Quez Watkins. Like, literally, I'm literally watching this. A.J. Brown jogs three yards because he knew he wasn't getting the ball. That's how you lose the division. That's why they're not winning. Monday night, Caleb. Monday night, this coming up. Niners, Ravens. That's your Super Bowl preview. They're both, they're making, they're they're making the Super Bowl. That's my Super Bowl. Ravens, Niners, Monday night is a Super Bowl, it's Super Bowl part one. Super Bowl part one is that game. Because they're making it to the Super Bowl. Because the Niners, they're hitting on all, dude. The Niners just cooking. They're just cooking, dog. They're just cooking. You want to know, you want to know someone who's the opposite of cooking? Tommy Cutlets. He couldn't, he couldn't cook. It was no cooking for Tommy Cutlets. No. He tried to get he tried to get a little New Orleans shake and bake, you know, Zeta Ranch. He tried to mix it up with the jambalaya and the gumbo to drop some cutlets in the gumbo, and it was rejected because everything yeah. went wrong for the for this. I mean, for the all, that, all that pasta, you know, can make you lethargic, you know. Yeah, but no, but here's the problem, Caleb. The New York Giants make me laugh so much in the sense that you're going against one of the worst rush defenses 
in the entire NFL. The only people worse at defending the run than the Saints are these three teams, Caleb. The Broncos, the Cardinals, the Packers, and the, the Saints are four, which is funny because they're ahead of the New York Giants who are five. They have given up, the Saints this season have given up 1,943 rushing yards. What are we right. like last? No, no, no. The Saints have given up 1,903 yards. The best rush defense team by yards is the Chicago Bears, who've only given up 1,117 rushing yards all season. But by game, I believe the Saints were giving up 132 yards a game. And you know what? You know, you know what the Giants said? So we have Saquon Barkley. And you know what we're gonna do, Ferris and Caleb? You throw know what we're gonna do? We're gonna throw, throw it. Times. We're gonna throw it 38 times. And we're gonna okay. give Saquon Barkley nine carries. They didn't commit to the run. Game plan. It's a great game plan. They didn't commit to the run. Like we said with the Buffalo Bills and you guys, it's about wanting to run the ball. It's about wanting to look that man across the line on the defense and say, hey, I'm going to stuff you in the ground. John Michael Schmitz looked at Kalen Saunders and said, I'm cool. The Giants looked at that team and said, we're good. We don't we don't want to do that. We're fine. I want to make sure to get the defensive stats. Um per per game, because the per game is much better because it shows you the law of averages. Um let's see, let's see, let's see. And, and to come off a game that where the Giants ran it extremely well against the Packers. Mm-hmm. just the week before um, and to not stick with that what has been successful for them and what they know is going to work uh, especially when you have Saquon Barkley and especially when you have Tommy Vita as your quarterback I just don't understand um, that, that thinking there unless you're just saying oh well everybody loves Tommy DeVito so why don't we just showcase him so Caleb so after the after the the, um, the Giants game the Saints dropped for the average they dropped so now their their average is 126.9 yards a game. They dropped. But overall, yards-wise, they're still fourth. You see that? Their average dropped because they stopped the Giants from running the ball. They stopped them. The, the, I don't know I don't know what the Giants want to do. What do they want to do? Uh, do they want to? Do they want to win? Do they want to do? Do they want to tank? Because I know what they want to do. I know what Joe Shane wants to do. He wants. He wants a top five pick. He wants to pick in the top five, top four. But the problem is, the guy above him wants to stay competitive. He wants to keep this facade that like we're the Giants. We don't tank. We don't tank. Right. We're like the Pittsburgh Steelers. We don't tank. Because that's that's what we are. We are that. But guess what, homeboy? Y'all have sucked for the past 20 years. I mean, 10 years. 
you got to tank some point because what winning games has you, you, you like it, he's lucky that Andrew Thomas panned out because we could have had Chase Young, but we had to settle for Andrew Thomas, which is crazy, right? Which is crazy. We had to settle for Andrew Thomas. That's crazy. So thank the Lord he panned out. We want a top five pick. We need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. And there's three quarterbacks that people are really liking. Jalen Daniels, who just won the Heisman Trophy. Caleb Williams at USC, who's been the number one pick for the past two and a half years. And Drake May out of North Carolina, who supposedly has all the tools and the traits and the he's clay, you just mold him. Those are the three. We need to stay in the top five. That's what we need to. So the Giants, I believe this game, I believe they kind of they kind of threw the game. Yeah. They tanked it. Because this game plan made no sense. You're against one of the worst rush defenses in the league. And you said, we're not going to run the ball. But the previous week, you punched the Packers in the mouth. But All Caleb, right. I, I, I know, but I know what happened, Caleb. I'll be, I'll be back. One sec. All right, he'll be back. He'll be back. But let me tell you guys what I think it is, guys. The reason we beat the Packers, the reason I think we beat the Packers is because the America was watching us. America was watching us. All right, it was a Monday night game. We we're the only game on. It was us, well, us in Tennessee and in Miami. So everyone was focused on Monday night football. No one was watching. So Sunday, when you're when you get thrown in that 10 a.m. window, that's when you're allowed to have your stinkers, your 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 mess ups, your your facades, your broken down plays, your broken down games, and you can hide a loss. Hide a loss. Because you don't want to lose. You don't want to be seen to, to, make, to make sure you're tanking on primetime television. Because, because last time that happened, the Eagles literally told the world we're tanking this game against the Washington Commanders. And the world never forgave them. And Doug Peterson got fired. So on Monday Night Football, the Giants couldn't tank. They can't tank because... It's Monday Night Football. You're on prime time. You can't tank. You know, you can't do it. But you can tank on Sunday at 10 a.m. in that window when you have six other games. No one's really watching. You know, no one's not, no one's really paying attention because you, you also have the, the other games on. So you hid your loss. They think they slick. Am I being a little conspiracy theorist? Maybe. Well, am I completely right? Possibly not. Possibly. We don't know. But that's the way I think is. No one tanks on prime time. No one does that. There's teams that are just bad. Like, you know, like us. Wasn't that Eagles game where they took out their quarterback on prime time? Exactly. There it is. See, I was, I was just saying that because they blatantly tanked on prime time. Everyone knew what they were doing. And everyone got mad at them. And everyone was like, what are they doing? That's not all right. That's against the laws of the game. The, like, don't desecrate the game like that. Doug Peterson didn't care. He knew he was tanking. He knew Howie Roseman wanted to tank. So he did what he did. 
But then he ended up getting fired. You know? But the Eagles got what they wanted. And that's why the Giants didn't want to tank on Monday Night Football because, trust me, they, wanted, they, they, don't, they don't want to win the game against the Packers. That just, that just makes the, the, their pick worse. But the problem is, it was Monday Night Football. Everyone's watching. Everyone's judging. Everyone was, was watching you very closely. You know? Miami's lucky that the Giants also played that night because people forgot about Miami completely fumbling the game against Tennessee because they were too busy talking about Tommy Cutlets. But, but the following week, it's Sunday, 10 a.m. You're in the 10 o'clock window when eight other games are in and you're watching eight other games and you can hide your loss. Players don't tank. Organizations do. And Joe Shane knows it. Because that's what Joe Shane wants. Because he knows that he's not he's not gonna like here's the thing in Buffalo, the year they made the playoffs, they lost in the first round of the playoffs, so they, they were still in the teens. They were in the teens. And they knew people didn't like Josh Allen like that. So they knew we need to get to seven to get draft Josh Allen. So they go up to seven to get Josh Allen. They moved up like seven spots, I believe. I think there were 14, 15, seven or eight spots. And they got their man. But the thing is, with the Giants, he's hot, you know, he he wants to get the best possible pick because he doesn't want to trade up like Billy Brandon Bean did. Brandon Bean made that trade. But Joe Shane's like, if I can get a top five pick. It makes it easier to trade up or it makes it easier to stay put because in the top five, two quarterbacks can go. Marvin Harrison's going to go. And probably Jaden Daniels is going to go in the top five. So those are four slots. So you want to be in that top five to get one of those four. Because if you're at five and you say, oh, snap, I need to get to three because I want Jaden Daniels and that's when he's going to go. You go going from five to three is easier from you going know who from they really want. Maybe they want some bone eggs. So uh, shut up, right? It's that's easier to go from five to no, zip it. It's easier to go from five to three, from eight to three. It's easy. So he wants the easiest possible job in the draft. I know that's my theory. This is my theory. Am I right? Maybe. Probably not. Am I wrong? Maybe. Yes. How do you know? You don't know. You're just saying You're that. wrong a lot. I mean, I'm you're wrong a lot, too. <laughs> Get out of here. You're a Cowboys fan. You were born wrong. Every year, you think you're going to win a Super Bowl. And every year, me and, me and your team have the same fate. We're sitting our ass on the couch watching someone else hold that trophy. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you, man. I was talking a lot of smack to Niners fans. And I told them, me and my team and your team have the same fate. So I seriously hope that the Ravens win a Super Bowl. So my, so my, so my, my friend doesn't call out that receipt I tweeted out because she, I know she saved it. I know she did. Me, I don't run away from my tweets. Yeah, I did it. I said, it. I don't care. Unless, you know, unless I'm, you know, you annoy me and I just don't want to deal with your nonsense. But, but I digress. Everything went wrong against New Orleans. Everything went wrong. Yeah. Corners were given too much space. That touchdown that they threw to Keith Kirkwood. It was his first touchdown on like four years, I think. 
which was kind of sad to give up that. Um, so he, Especially he, when he, you see what they did the, 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 this past, or, you know, just yet last night, and they pretty much struggled to score. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the Rams, and it's not like their their defense is like, uh, you know, much better than the Giants. I would think. No, they're not. I think it was just a bad game plan. I just think it's. That's why I think Dwink Martindale's coming back next year, because I'm pretty sure because that game plan was not a very good defensive game plan, and I'm pretty sure that he told Wink, "Hey, Wink, you're gonna come back next year. Do me a solid. Call a bad game." Call a bad game. And he called a bad game. So it is what it is. Because Alvin Kamara did nothing. He had nine carries for 19 yards. Oh, wait, no, that's the wrong game. That's the wrong game. What the fuck? I was looking at the my bad. Night. Yeah, it was last night. Sorry. Um Alvin Kamara had a great game. He had 16 carries for 66 yards. My bad. <laughs> wrong game. Wrong game. I was like, Chris Olave, Chris Olave didn't. Wasn't like we didn't play against Chris Olave. What? So yeah, Keith Kirkwood, Jimmy Graham came in the game. So Jimmy Graham went for his corner, which took the safety away. And then Jimmy Kirkwood kind of just like slid where the safety was supposed to be. But with me, I'm like, nah, bro, the safety should stay because they're using him as a, a decoy, but it is what it is. But I digress. Let's move on to the next week. All right. The Dolphins are are they going? The the Cowboys no, are going to Miami. Again. On the road They're again. On the road again. Um take me through how can you stop the Dolphins? Because the Dolphins have been looking good. They yeah, bounce I mean, back they, very well. It's, it's gonna be tough because they don't just have the receivers, uh, they also have the running backs. They have most they got a chain and like we've seen, uh, and like we've said, uh we have problems uh stopping the run. You have Jeff Wilson um, Jr. That's if they have the commitment to run. I think the difference is that I um we I think we have a better chance of getting to uh to Tua. Um we've seen Tua take uh some hits uh throughout his career. Um so I, I like our chances better in the pass rush than, um in this game. Um but like I said, if they commit to the run, then uh we may not have the opportunities to. Mm-hmm. Um but um Hopefully, after getting our ass kicked, um, we get some self respect. We we get really exactly some self respect and get refocused. Uh, And I think Mm -hmm. we have done that. I think we've done that throughout the season. I mean, we haven't had consecutive losses. Um, Usually, when we when we lose, we come back and you know we play play uh, pretty well. Um, You are zero and three on the road against above five hundred teams. That's true. That's true. Um, Something got to give. No back to back losses or zero and three on the road against. Above five hundred teams, something got to give. Um, yeah, some something's got to give. Um, but like I said, we we have we get no evidence that we can play uh, really well on the road, but or but be a team really that's that's good on the road. But um, but Miami has I, zero I, wins I, against people against teams above. That, that was what I was gonna say. They don't. They they haven't beat nobody either. Um, nobody. Nobody. Um, so you can criticize us for that, but they're even worse because well, at least we beat the worst. Eagles. At least, at least you least beat them we, all at home. At least you beat them at home. Yeah, we we beaten the Eagles, and now we can call the Rams a good team because at least they're 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 a winning team now. Yes, uh, yes. And we and we blew them out. Um, so we've done more than, than the Dolphins. Absolutely. Um, 
but it's still it's still gonna be a tough test. I mean, we just gotta stop that run, um, which we haven't proven to be able to. But at least at least slow down. Like at least like put some effort into it. Like, I, I remember. Here's the thing. I remember like, the, the the Patriots game where they literally said, "We're running the ball on the Patriots. That's what we're doing." And that's what they they ran. The, it was on Sunday night, I believe. Tua Tagovailoa didn't have a great game, and Raheem Mostert had a great game. He had like I think over a over a hundred yards and a couple mm-hmm. of touchdowns, and he kind of like said, you know, I th- I think with Mike McDaniel, if it works, keep pressing, you know, and you know he's from the Kyle Shanahan team, right? So he knows about the, the Cowboys. He knows what they are, who they are, and how they act, right? So there's that, but if you disrupt their timing, it's over for them. And getting a sack disrupts a lot of timing. Yeah, you know. And that that was that was one of the things brought up was whether to put Micah back at off ball linebacker. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's where he was drafted uh, for being a very good run stopping linebacker um, in college, at least. And, you know, people, fans been talking, you know, other analysts been talking, you know, maybe we should put him back, him back there. Um, mm-hmm. It depends. It depends. I, I would say it depends on how the game's going. I mean, obviously, I would just stick him out there and uh, do what he does best, which is pass rushing. Um, if we have to make an adjustment and we're just getting killed in the running game, uh, I don't see the problem in it. Um, put him like a halftime adjustment, just put him back there and see, uh, see if that improves. Because there's no point in just letting them uh, be on the end if we're just going to get killed in mm-hmm. the run, run game all game long. So exactly. if that's an adjustment we have to make, I would say it's depending on how the game is going, then might as well, you know, because, you know, mm-hmm. it, it ain't going to hurt. Um, uh, so, and then also, you know, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, both questionable. That's going to be a problem. Um, it's going to be tough to protect, uh, protect Dak. Um, uh, but... You know, if he's able to, uh, and that's the thing, like the problem with what happened last game, I don't understand what this offense, the West Coast offense is supposed to be just get, you know, drop back, get it out real quick. I I don't understand where, what the problem was of doing that last week because he wasn't able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So hopefully we're able to, you know, scheme better up than, you know, you get back to the quick, quick getting out, getting out Dex um, hand very quickly. Uh, And I think that helped this offense. Um, and obviously Tyreek Hill, questionable, probably going to play, but still questionable. Um, um, and it's going to be, you know, we've seen Bland get a little, little burnt sometimes. Um, so that, that might be a, a big problem. Uh, generally, I think this game is going to be very similar to when we played the Seahawks, uh, really high scoring because they're very similar. I mean, they got the, um, Seahawks had the running back. Uh, they didn't have the running backs then, but they still have like a bunch of receivers, um dolphin that bunch of receivers it's a pretty similar um i think um to that game and it's going to be very high scoring um kind of back and forth to me and mm-hmm. i like the dolphins to win it 35 34 the dolphins to win yes okay i mean we have one on the road against a good team i mean mm-hmm. yeah but they've never they haven't, we will. yeah and they haven't beaten a good team yeah so something you gotta give yeah, yeah. Something's got to give. But uh, Vegas but has th- him as a one-point favorite, and I'll stick to that. I'll stick with Vegas, with Vegas guy and have him as yeah. a one-point one. Yeah, because they did lose Jalen Phillips, but it hasn't really hindered their defense like that because they still have Jalen Ramsey and um, Sealer and Christian Wilkins and 
and uh, Brett, they still Bradley Chubb. He's he's a problem. Um, in the uh, their linebackers, yeah. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go 41 35. Same score of Seahawks Cowboys, but Miami. Mm-hmm. I'm go with that because yeah, because they're rushing, they're rushing, they're 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 five point yards a carry, first in the NFL, fourth overall in rushing. They saw what the Bills did to you. At the end of the day, it's about self-respect. Do you want to stop the run? Do you want to stop the run? And I think Miami's going to be like, let's see if they want to stop the run. And I think, but their but their but their defense really isn't. I'm not really like, ooh, their defense is amazing. You know, they're phenomenal. Like, no, nah, I don't think they're that good. Yeah, but I, I don't. I mean, but I. But the thing is, I don't think they've given up that much points all year. They and, might not have. But I think I think uh, I I mean every time Dak has like a bad game he all of a sudden comes out you know plays really well and I I, I think that's gonna happen and they might not have given up um so many points but I, I like uh, just Dak to just have a really good game uh to be very focused in this game and um pretty much try to do everything he can when uh, give us an opportunity to win I just don't think defense is gonna come through. Yeah no no they they gave forty eight points to the Bills and they gave up thirty one points to the Eagles but the Eagles game their entire defense was. Back end was injured, so yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 4135 Miami. Go 3145 Miami. So now let's flip it to the other boys in blue. New York Giants going against the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, please, God, win! Yeah, that's not happening. This no, is I mean, uh, I this mean, is, a, this is um. This is a get right game. I mean, mean, the the Eagles haven't looked good. I mean, they've lost three straight games. Caleb, I've I've noticed this. Caleb, the Giants haven't won in Philadelphia since 2013. Yeah. You know who their quarterback? You know who the quarterback was? Uh, I don't know. Eli. It was Matt Barkley with Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. That's how oh, bad this game Eagles, is. Eagles quarterback, I thought you mentioned. Yeah, the Eagles quarterback. Um, but 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 someone told me that, but I don't think that's right because I remember, I remember Daniel Jones beating Carson Wentz. In like, Maybe that was just a dream. No 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 Daniel Jones versus Eagles. So it was someone on the national media told me that. Someone told me that. Oh, Eagles Giants record. Tell me, tell me, because, because I disagree. I, so yeah, Daniel Jones is two and three against the Eagles, and I'm pretty sure one of those wins. You've lost the last four. I've lost. We've lost the last four. I know for a fact that Daniel Jones has beaten them at their house. Did you have him in 2021? Yes. Well, they, no, that was in New York, so no, he did So, yeah. So, Daniel it was 2020? Was, I mean, I don't think, was Daniel Jones on the team in 2020? No, because that yeah. was in New York, too. That was in New York, too. Tom, no, yeah, bro. Daniel Jones has never beaten the Eagles in Philadelphia. Only in New no. York. 
That's so, what I'm looking no, at. No, the, the, you, know, you know the game he, where he was running and he tripped? Yeah, that was in New York. That was in New York? That's the only one you guys got is in New York against Philadelphia. No. You haven't won in Philadelphia. Yeah, like you said, you haven't won in Philadelphia since 2013. Huh. Well, ain't that some... So the game he fell and tripped, that was in New York? Probably. No, nah, man, because I remember... Because the field... Looked- I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at all their games. You've not won a game since 2013 in Philadelphia. Seriously? Damn. Yes. Damn, man. But that's going to change this week. Yeah, it is. Because Tommy DeVito going to get that win. So we've only beaten them at home. Hmm. That's, yep, yep, yep. There it is right there. Then they lost the one. Yeah, yeah. He's never beaten them. Yeah, so yeah, we haven't won since 2013. I guess that's that was right. Um, This is their get right game. Um, but why? But why? Why would it be their get right game? Says who? But what, 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 what evidence shows that they get right game? Uh, you know, because here's the thing, right Caleb. Here's the thing. Here's the, the thing. The Giants have no respect for themselves when they get they're against the Eagles the past couple of years. They just give up. They allow them to punch them in the face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like literally, like. In, in, so in the span of, of Daniel Jones's entire tenure, when he's against the Cowboys and the Eagles, he has two wins against the Eagles, which is crazy to think he's two and three. Two wins against the Cowboys. And two wins against the Cowboys. 2020. Yeah. Was he on that team? When he yeah, he was. He we was drafted him in 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, still your quarterback? He was still my, yeah, he's, he's my quarterback for, yeah. Yeah, he is. My thing is this, Caleb, is this. The commanders and us have been trashed the entire time he's been on this team. They occasionally upset you and the Eagles on on regular. But when the Giants play them, when you when you're good or they're good, they they have no shot. But when the commanders play you guys last year, Two years ago, they have beaten you. Last year, last year the commanders beat you and Philly at home. They upset you on the last day of the year and they beat the shit out of Philadelphia. They were the one loss Philly had for most of the year. Oh, it was actually just one time in 2020. We actually won the first game because Dak was still playing. Yeah. And then, you know, he broke his leg. The other year he broke his leg. Yeah, but he won that game still. Yeah, te- yeah technically he won that game. Yeah. Shout out to Andy Dalton. He won that game, really. Um, that should be an Andy Dalton victory. Um, because I think the game was still like tied. Yeah, we 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 lost the last game of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, like when Dak's not playing, Daniel Jones don't do nothing. Same thing with the Eagles, man. Like Daniel Jones isn't playing. We have Tommy Cutlets. Well, I keep I keep calling him Cutlets. DeVito, like. The de- what's what's gonna happen? Are th- how is the game gonna be called? You know, because against against the Seahawks on Monday night, the problem wasn't their defense. The defense wasn't the problem. 
It was our offense that was the problem. So is our defense going to show up and stop their offense? And is our offense going to do just well, enough I mean, to win? Their offense they doesn't look good. They haven't scored 20 points the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. We I mean, scored... like, we, you, you just went over it. You just had your whole, whole, whole thing about how, how dumb their, their, their play calling has been, how stale their play calling has mm-hmm. been. Um, so, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't have, have a chance to stop them. Yeah, I'm with you. We should have a chance. Everything, everything written, everything's leading is to us upsetting them this week. But I don't see it. They're ready. They're ready to fall apart. I mean, they're on a three-game losing streak. Just ready to just, just completely implode. You on need themselves. this. You need this victory. Yes, we do very much so. The thing is, man, their corners are playing very well. Their young corners, Sidney Brown. Eli Ricks, um, Keely Ringo, and who on our offensive side is who? Who? Who do I trust? It was funny. Funny enough, Jalen Hyatt played against Keely Ringo and Eli Ricks in college, and he burned Eli Ricks. He torched Alabama. I don't know if Eli Ricks was guarding him, which he could have. He should have because he was Alabama's cornerback one, and he burned them for two hundred yards. But then he he was against Georgia's defense and Tennessee kind of fell flat and did nothing. So he knows them. Could he step up? Could Wondell Robinson step up? Wondell Robinson played against Keely Ringo and Eli Ricks because he's from Kentucky. And so they, they have that. So what offensive player, what, what receiver is going to take over the game? I don't see it against these corners. Are we not going to run the ball? You know, are we going to test out Nicholas Morrow and their other linebacker who I have no idea who what his name is? I don't even know if Nicobe Dean's playing. And they just be injured. Uh, Leonard. Darius Leonard. Yeah, but is he what is he what is he doing? I don't know. Is he playing already? I think so. Yeah. And the problem is, Caleb, is our guards are not very good. So you tell me Jalen Carter and Fletcher Cox. Are gonna have a, a good day against them, probably. And then that frees up Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick loves playing against the Giants. When he was in Carolina, when you know when he was in Arizona, he had five sacks against us. When he was in Carolina, he had I think three or four sacks against us. When he's in Philly, he's always eaten. He loves against playing against the Giants because he because yeah. that that was. How do you he's, how do you guys go from zero sacks one game and seven sacks the next game? Like what the hell? Because Tommy DeVito used his legs against the Packers defense. They couldn't contain they, they they couldn't contain the rush lanes. They pressed up and he just ran up. The Saints rushed, but they kept control of the rush lanes. So when he tried to go up, there was a defensive tackle there. And that's what the Eagles are gonna do. They're gonna press up. When he's trying to evade Hassan Reddick, Jalen Carter's right there. Fletcher Cox is right there. They don't over-pursuit. They're, Fletcher Cox is a veteran defensive tackle. He knows how to rush the passer. He knows if, if the pocket is collapsing, quarterback's stepping up. So Fletcher Cox has to just to stay right there. And he's going to come to him. And that's what the Packers didn't do. Their defensive tackles didn't stay to keep the middle of the rush lane tight. 
They rushed up, and DeVito slipped through. And that's why he had 71 yards rushing. He had 71 yards rushing, and Saquon had 86 yards rushing. I'm going to go 24. 20. Philadelphia. I'm so I'm going to go. go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twenty. Uh, Twenty-three. Twenty. Giants. A Mason Crosby game-winning field goal. Is that what we're doing? No, I mean Tommy. Tommy DeVito is gonna make a last-second touchdown. What are you talking about? Okay. All right. Well, on that note, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. I hope that happens, Caleb. I really do. But do you though? Everybody... Don't you want the higher pick? Yeah. I do, but. If we lose, we lose. If we win, we win. I don't really care, man. You know, it's, you know, I'm not. I'm not one of those Giants fans that are on Twitter. that be like, "Oh, how dare you?" I'm. I'm. I'm rooting for a Giants win, so those Giants fans who want a high pick can suck it. I don't. That's weird. That's weirdo behavior, in my opinion. Me, I'm like, because there's merits to both, right? Losing all these games, higher pick, better players. Winning all these games builds confidence. And keeps Brian Dable's job. Playoff, right? Yeah, we're out of the playoff race. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, two, we're still, well, you know, two games. Yeah, we're still in it technically. So it's it's a it's, there's there's one side has more merit. The other one does. Me, I'm like, fan how you want to fan. If you want to root for wins, do it. I'm not stopping you. If you want a high pick, do it. I'm not stopping you. It's weirdo behavior of people saying, "How dare you root for wins? How dare you root for losses?" You're not a fan. You're not a fan. That's kind of weird. I remember once, I think last year, I, I stopped being a fan of the Giants. I became a Chargers fan. I was a Chargers fan for a week. I was watching them against the Broncos. It didn't feel right. You know what happened? I went back to being a Giants fan because I can't leave this. I can't leave this team. I'm too emotionally invested. I'm too intertwined. They're in my soul. They're a miserable franchise because you know what? It fits me. You know why? Is I'm a miserable human being. Yeah. Yeah. And like you're loud you. Too. Yeah, I'm also loud as well. Just like you, Caleb, you're 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 delusional and you think you're the best at everything. It's your franchise perfect. I, I when do I think I'm the best at everything? I've never said that. Like that's ever. true. That's true. You do think you're a loser. Yeah. I don't think that either. <laughs> <laughs> You logged into that one, didn't you? <laughs> okay, where can people find you? You can find me uh, at NFLKale22 on Instagram and Twitter slash X. You can find me on this channel uh, every Wednesday at 8 o'clock all the way up to the Super Bowl doing betting the NFL, winning you guys money, picking our five best bets of the week. Uh, I'm going to have a winning week this week, so uh, go check that out. It's on the it's on, the, it's on this channel right now, so go watch it. Go make money. All right, y'all. My name is Ferris Blown. You can find me at Ferris Blown on X, Twitter, whatever. The underscore Ferris underscore Mathon on Instagram. Um, hope you have a wonderful day. Make sure to, guys, 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 like this video, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell to get all the notifications of our videos going live. Because in a couple, in next week, we're going to go live a lot. Um, our other football show, um, starting 11, World Football. Um, 
we'll be going live for Boxing Day and New Year's Eve for the Premier League. Um, we 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 always go live or we've gone live a lot lately. We we've kind of min minimized our pre-recorded stuff unless there's some extraordinary circumstances. So make sure to hit that notification bell to get all the notifications of us going live. Notifications of us going live. I was talking to a vest. Um, like this video, guys. We're at 119 subscribers. We're trying to get to 120. We're trying to get to 120. Sorry, not New Year's Eve, guys. January 2nd. They're going live January 2nd. I apologize. Thank you, Adelia. Um, yeah, we're at 120. We're trying to get... No, we're at 119. We're trying to get to 120. So share this link with your friends, your family, your bitter rivals, your good friends. So just that's all I've got to say. Stay safe, everyone. Have a wonderful holiday. Whatever holiday you, you so celebrate, Hanukkah, Christmas, um, Eid al-Kabir, Eid al-Zagheer, shout out to my Arabs, um, Kwanzaa, whatever. Do your thing. Do it safe. And have a great time with your family. Peace.